This is Purple Radio On Demand. So how are you doing today? Good, good. Yeah, it's a day of uh, interviews, a lot of uh, online interviews. So I've been, I think it's about 5.30 here and I start at 9 o'clock. So it's, uh, it's a oh, full wow. day of, of uh, interviews. But it's, it's nice. It's nice to talk to people like yeah. you. It's always yeah. a pleasure. Well, I hope I hope my questions are not um, exactly the same as the previous ones, and I don't bore you out completely. No, you'll uh, we'll be fine. Please feel free to um, like uh, answer however you want to answer. Um, um, but obviously, the first question that I have, and you know, is kind of like basic, but um, I just want to um, learn how how you feel uh, about your participation this year, how you feel about uh, being in your vision. I know it's not your first time, but uh, how no, it's like but to it's, be the first. This, this, yeah, this year is. It's. I feel very proud to to be part of Eurovision this year and other years. I was very proud as well, but I was a backing vocalist in a in a delegation, and then I had a very specific role to play, and you play that role as good as you possibly can to get the best result for your country within the delegation. And this year it's different because the beautiful thing is I get to delegate my vision onto a team of people that will help me in Eurovision and that is something that I am not so used to because I'm, I'm very much an indie artist that used to work in the underground for a long time so it's very beautiful to have that possibility and uh, to, to know that I can actually trust a lot of people around me because the people I use are friends of mine from the industry which is wonderful and, uh, when, and I'm also very proud that I get to represent this message of inclusivity and of acceptance uh, for Eurovision coming from Belgium. I feel very proud that I can represent that sort of freedom uh, for Europe. That's, that's really good to hear. And um, what is kind of your experience with Eurovision? Are you a fan? No, I'm, I'm a big fan. That's, that's the thing. I really have a lot of love for Eurovision. I think it started out when I was a child and we used to watch Eurovision around the television, all of us together. But I remember already becoming a bit obsessed, meaning I would make lists and I would make categories and I would have little, I even found some little, uh, like little uh, papers from, in an old book that I had where I really had like notes and then why didn't she end up higher and she's a bad singer and just, you know, like very much someone who was into Eurovision, like, you know, like a Eurovision fan is. And I think I kept watching and I was a little lull maybe for me around the noughties where I kind of lost a bit of interest maybe. But I think around 2010, I really got back into it because my boyfriend at the time was into it and fell in love with it again. Uh, because I think around that time, the songs, they became more diverse again. It became more broad as a competition. And I think that, yeah, by being part of the delegation, uh, that kind of tilted me over the edge with the love I have for Eurovision because I got to see it from the inside and I saw all the love that you know the fans have for Eurovision and I got to perform in the stadium filled of Eurovision fans, that's truly magical. So, and I, and I love also with meeting people like you and meeting fans, like talking about, remember Poland in 1995, Justina with Sama, and everyone's like, yeah, of course, great song, which is kind of crazy, but that's know, how the community works. And I find that really endearing and beautiful. I, I agree with you completely. And um, it, it's funny because I, I myself, uh, since a young age, um, I was a really big fan. And, and what I did was have like a notebook and I would write like, um scores um, and i would ask everybody in the room for the same scores so it's nice to hear that someone else has been doing that yes, since yes. they were young as well so how do you feel about your vision uh this year have you um have you had a chance to listen to any other artists or get to um 
meet any other artists? Yes, I have. I listen to all the songs uh, at this point. And uh, yeah, I met the, the first time I met everyone or, or a lot of artists was in Barcelona for the first pre-Eurovision party. And it was very nice, meaning, uh, yeah, it was, oh, you, you really have a good, like, uh, parlay with, 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 the, with the artists. And, and, uh, for example, I, for some reason, the, me and the guys from Joke Around had a good connection and they're like young guys in their early twenties. I'm 42, so I have no business talking to these young people, but for some reason, I just really had a good time with them and they, they posted my song a couple of times when they were singing it and, I returned the favor and I made a song for them. So it's kind of nice to see that there's like this camaraderie in the in in, in the the artist corner uh, because it is kind of a, a pressure cooker we're all under. So I think it's normal that we kind of hang out and lean on each other every now and then. Yeah, I I know what you mean, and and I love your song by the way. It's it's really uh, it's not just fun to listen to. It's also very powerful, and I really enjoyed it. And it's um. Um, I'm I'm really glad uh, you're you're getting to participate with such a great song, um, and uh, speaking of music, because I'm something that I'm really interested in is just getting to um, uh, uh, understand uh, the connection that each artist has with music. I just wanted to like um, uh, kind of ask you if you can walk us through through your. Uh, um, passion for music or or kind of your connection with music like everybody has kind of a very intimate and personal relationship that is very different to everybody else's so how do you connect with music what what is um your relationship look like i think i think because i i was busy with music and performing from a very young age and very driven to become a musician and a singer was really a very early on ambition of mine. I don't think I've ever had, you know, some people, they go from a fireman to a, a veterinarian to a doctor and they end up with something else. I always was completely convinced that I was going to be a singer and a musician. It just was never another option. And my whole life has been one steady journey towards that goal. Um, and what I can say in relationship with my, or my relationship with music is that, uh, Apart from the practical stuff, and I, and I studied music, I have a master in music, and I, I know how to, you know, write songs and, and perform. But I think I'm still, in in a, in a sense, a music fan, and I think that's because music has a, a brilliant way of communicating without our typical words. Meaning, sometimes you know, I think we all have these moments where you hear a song, and you're like, that singer is literally saying what I'm going through right now. And you know that singer has no has absolutely no idea <laughs> what you're going through, but there's a there's like a, there's something uh, that transcends the language when those things happen. And I think music has this beautiful quality of touching you and making you feel like you're not alone. And I think definitely as a child, I felt that with music. I felt that with my favorite singers that they understood me, and it was this kind of like non uh, like non word driven communication. It was through the music they were communicating with me, and I think that is really beautiful about music. That's that's really that that's a really beautiful thing to say as well, and I'm I'm really happy you said that. Um, and and you said as well that you still consider yourself kind of a fan of music. Do you have any anyone you look up to till this day, um, in in the music industry? Yes, I mean a lot of artists. I think uh, from unfortunately, the, my one of my biggest uh, idols has died. Was George Michael? It's someone that I really looked up to a lot, and it's someone that I 
was just a fan of from when I was a little kid and I bonded with my mom through his music as well when I was a kid. So that's someone I really always admired, not, not only because of his incredible voice, but also because I think George Michael is a very, very good songwriter who had a very distinctive style that still is resonating throughout the decades because he's just a great songwriter. And apart from that, it's, I, I love uh, Annie Lennox, is someone that I completely adore since I was a child as well. Uh, but more recently, I, I recently, I guess it's not recent, but someone that's still working right now. Like I love Rasheen Murphy. I'm a huge Robin fan. Uh, I will, I'm a big fan of also uh, Jesse Ware, for example. That's someone I really adore. Her albums, the last one I was just our was a staple in in our house. And apart from that, I still listen to a lot of dance music, as you can hear it because of you. Uh, it's something that I just listen to a lot. So a lot of early 90s house music is something that will always be part of my uh, my playlist that's great yeah i um i i think like i can definitely um hear that in your music as well kind of those kind of um influences um and since you've started from such a young age um and there's a lot of um people who are starting from a young age and, and i'm pretty sure you've heard that question a lot but would you um how would you advise someone who wants to start um uh in the music industry um uh from from an early age but in general what what would be your over advice uh, when you see someone in 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 square one and they want to progress right it's a good, very good question i th i think first and foremost never lose the joy never lose the joy that you have in music and st stay a music fan like i just said Meaning, let the excitement of music let that be part of your journey all the time. Because I see, I've seen it actually in, here in Belgium with friends of mine who lose touch with the joy, because unfortunately in our business it becomes a job. But no musician or singer has ever started making music because he wanted to have a job in music. It was because he wanted to express himself through music. And the moment you lose that uh, ability, I think that's when you 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 stop enjoying it. So I, that's my first recommendation to always find a joy. And two is also stay true to your gut, which means if you think you have to do something in a certain type of way and you feel it in a guttural way, stick to it. And at the same time, I will also tell you, be aware of uh, the doors that are opening in your life. Sometimes I made the mistake of something in my career of a door that was opening for me, an opportunity that was given to me but it wasn't the fantasy I envisioned in my head or it wasn't exactly what I wanted to do in my career. And I said no to chances because I just wasn't, wasn't willing to give up a, a projection in my head. So go where you are needed and go where you are loved. doesn't matter if it's not what you thought it would be, stick to what is happening in your life at that moment. I think, I think that's a really good advice um, right there. And it's also, um, um, Sam, that I, I, I completely agree with you. Um, really nice words. Thank you. Um, and um, now I just uh, wanted to uh, ask you a little bit more about kind of um, your process in the competition. I know you're quite familiar um, with with the um, with Eurovision. And um, last time you were on um, about two years ago, you had kind of a, a recent experience with what it's like preparing, but I know that now that you have um, your own uh, performance, um, things must be a bit different. So how have you find the process of, you know, 
um, getting ready for, for the big week? Well, I have to say that the, the process has been good for me because when I just won the national final, I was a bit worried because I'm not because I thought I wasn't going to succeed, but there were so many questions we had to figure out. What will the staging be like? Who will you take along with you? What what will the visuals be like? What will be what will the lighting be? So, I find by really uh, immersing myself in that process that I, it makes me calm because then I really get to focus on every aspect of the journey, and I get to really look at all the options and then make the right decision. I'm also very blessed because my husband is my visual director, so I can always oh, that's really beautiful. Yeah, so I can always touch touch with him like what's happening? Is this good? Is this bad? So I really have a very good soundboard in that sense. Uh, and, and yeah, I think just by being very thorough in my preparation, uh, it makes me feel more grounded. It makes me more calm because the last thing I want to do is arrive in Liverpool and not have the feeling that I didn't go all the way with my options for the performance mm -hmm. because that would be a shame. And, and then that also means if I would have felt like I really did what I had to do, then once I hit the stage, I can purely focus on a performance and not be distracted by that kind of stuff. Yeah. Absolutely, I hear you. Have you managed to be to go to Liverpool yet? Yes, yes, we did a little trip. I think about three, four weeks ago, mm -hmm. and I got to visit the city to record some stuff there. But yeah, I really enjoyed the city a lot. This beautiful city, and people are super kind there. It really is. Yeah. It's but it's funny, and it's because it's. I know people probably say it all the time about every city, but it's really quite uh, special how helpful and how kind people are in Liverpool. I yeah. thought that was really amazing. Uh, I want you to, to talk uh, just a little bit about uh, your song, if you can. Um, again, this might be something you've talked a lot um, about, but um, if there is kind of a message that you want to get across um, or kind of an inspiration uh, that you had when writing it. Well, Because of You was written with Jawat Alul, a fellow queer artist here in Belgium. And that song is really written uh, from the idea that, that uh, the song is about self-empowerment and self-celebration. Uh, but at the same time, you're thanking the people around you who brought you to that place of self-empowerment. So it, it makes it more like it, the song is not about look at me and, and look how fabulous I am. It's really about look at me and I'm, I'm only here because of you that's really what that song is about and for me that comes of course from a queer perspective as a queer artist meaning i think if you feel like you're put on the sides of society and you're not in the mainstream of society that you tend to find people who are like-minded individuals and who know your perspective because they go through the same thing and then you you hang out you exchange experiences and you become a tribe you become family and I think there's a tradition in queer culture for decades, centuries, where we had to do that. There's, there was a time when no one would take care of us, so we had to take care of each other. And that's something I really, really feel when I sing this song. I really am thankful for those people who actually trailblazed a lot of things for me, even as an older gay man. But on the same, at the same time, what I will say is, uh, because of you, that you is super universal. I think a lot of people can resonate with the song because everyone has someone in their lives, or I hope, everyone has someone in their lives that lifted them to a place where they are right now. And that can be your family, that can be your sisters, brothers, children. It can be a spiritual thing. I, but I think that uh, because of you has that universal quality. I, I, I think this is something that really comes across and it is a, a great message. And as you said, um, our community um, has been very much isolated and we've had um, 
a great need of being there for each other. Um, and I think that's what has really made us stronger as well as, as people. Um, so that's why I was really happy to um, uh, to listen um, to your lyrics. Um, and and what kind of like inspired you to write? Is, is there something, is there like a moment that gave you the inspiration or has this been like a recurring thought um, of you to, to write because of you? Uh, no, I, I don't think there's a special uh, moment that made me write a song with Jawati. It was really, really just wanted to write something that was self-empowering. I was DJing a lot at the time uh, and I was playing a lot of early house records, 90s records that I really loved and I actually sang as well in my set. So we really wanted to create a tribute to that era of in time. But I, what I can say about that is, but I, as an older writer, meaning I think when you start writing songs in the beginning, everything is about you, which makes total sense because when you're young, you're still very much obsessed with, with your your train of thoughts and you still are figuring out so much shit that you have to go through. So you incorporate all that stuff in the songwriting. But at a certain age, I think you, you're you you're done with talking about yourself and you want to do something that, that can speak to other people. And I think that's what happened with Because of You. And I find a lot of my material now comes more from a group perspective, meaning it's not about me. I'm writing something to the world more than more towards it. So what I'm saying is instead of inwards, I'm going outwards with my songwriting. And I think because of you is a, is a manifestation of that songwriting process. Absolutely. Um, and I, I hear you have a lot of inspirations from a lot of, of different things. Um, now, uh, uh, since you're representing Belgium and, um, you know, it's your country, uh, what, um, what is your favorite thing about Belgium? It, I know it's a beautiful country and it's it's a great place, but what is um, your favorite thing about it? Really, the first thing I will say is I, I think I, even though it's a complex relationship I have with my own uh, identity, I do like how we are as Belgians because we're a bit... Uh, I think we're, we're, we're very kind people, but we don't always give ourselves uh, open to everyone. We'll, you, you need some time to open up to people. Belgians, I think, and but the same. But once we open up, then we're just like uh, you're, we're like ride or die, <laughs> ride or die friends. That's what I love about about Belgians. I think uh, as a people and as a country, I think you know, what I always appreciate about Belgians is they call us uh, they say Burgundians, which means people who really enjoy eating well and drinking and having a good old time. And I think. And something that I, that I love about Belgium, like, like we really make a dinner or, or, or a, an evening at a restaurant into a really big deal. Uh, I like about our culture. I think a lot of people who come to Belgium will also enjoy the restaurant scene and, and the food because I think we are, we are very, when it comes to that, I think we're, we can pride ourselves in being a very high level uh, cuisine. And for the rest, yeah, I think Belgium is, is just a beautiful, you know, there's so much history in Belgium. If you look at Antwerp where I live, but also Ghent and Bruges and Brussels, there's a lot of medieval history in all all those cities because we we were especially in the Renaissance we we did very well <laughs> when it comes to European perspective. So there's a lot of beautiful old buildings there. Bruges is the best example of of like a really a, it's almost like you're coming into a fairy tale when you enter Bruges, which is kind of lovely. So yeah, I think Belgium has a lot of stuff in its advantage that people can can check out. Um, I have two more questions left, and my the, the next question is a question that I've been waiting to ask you. Uh, pretty much since I since I kind of started listening to you, um, and you know, um, uh, Eurovision has always been kind of you know, 
the gay competition and you know it's always been kind of a celebration of of diversity and as you said after the uh, 2010s it started becoming more and more diverse um so every year they get to see um artists that are open about their identity i feel more and more comfortable and 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 warm um and happy um so uh, I, I just wanted to ask you kind of um uh, your advice your um maybe not so much advice but kind of message to um um the uh, lgbt community who uh, is obviously very very inspired by you and they're very um proud to see you uh, uh, be your true self up there oh thank you it's very kind thank you well if 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 they feel like i do them proud then that's the biggest honor and the biggest uh, medal i could ever wear in life I think that when I had the opportunity to even do a national final as a as a queer artist, uh, it became about much more than myself. And because of you, is literally about thanking the people around you. So it really became, for me, uh, a message of of including people on stage that had that maybe wouldn't always get that representation in mainstream media. Which is why I involved people, friends of mine from drag culture, and which is why I involved people from ballroom culture, because I knew that was something that some people would not have seen in Belgium and now at this moment in Europe. And I'm very proud that I get to showcase a little bit of what queer nightlife and what sorry, what queer life can be. Well, and queer nightlife as well, because it's ballroom culture and drag culture. But I feel very proud that I represent that. And I also feel that until until we are rid of, of the ignorance and the prejudice that we have to endure as, as queer people. Mm-hmm. I think until that moment, whatever I will do in a musical sense and as a performer will buy, will become a bit political. And it's just how it is. Not that, and I'm not going to do anything political on the stage, but just by being there and by representing that, it will be something of a political message. And as long as we're not rid of the prejudice, I will continue to be uh, political in my music. I agree with you. I think I think that's how that's how it is, and kind of how it should be as well. Um, and kind of like a final message that uh you would like to um get across uh as a, as an artist, uh, more than just your song, kind of um um what what does uh, Gustav want to get across to people as uh, as an uh, artistic entity? I hope that I represent uh someone who was free and I hope represents someone who is kind as a person, as an artist. And I think if I can inspire people, what I think because of you does for some people where they feel like they, they had a bad day and they put on the song and they feel self-empowered and they feel resilient enough to face the world, then I think my job was, was, was well done. But first and foremost, because I really enjoy like what you just said as well. And I like that. And I see it on Twitter that the gay community is really embracing what I do. And people are saying, for example, that I'm that I'm, and I'm it's, honestly with that they like that I'm kind and that, that that I'm like sweet. But I do think that's really a choice that we all can make in life is to be kind to each other. Kindness is the highest form of intelligence. So I think if we all are smart, we'll be very good as people. And I hope that is something that I, that comes across as an artist for me. I couldn't agree with you more with what you just said. Uh, it's also something that I I live by. Um, and 
I'm I'm pretty happy that uh, those words came out of your mouth as well. Oh. So honestly, thank you so much. Um, I'm I'm really happy um, that I got to talk with you today, and I'm I'm unbelievably excited to uh, see you up there next month. Oh, thank you so much. It was a great interview. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I hope uh, all of your preparations uh, go smoothly. Uh, I wish you the absolute best um, to you, your team, your husband. Um, take care of yourself, and you, as you said, you know, continue being kind to um, others, but yourself as well is really, really important. And um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with uh, us today. So thank you so much, um, and good luck with everything. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Purple Radio Podcasts. Thanks for downloading this Purple Radio Podcast. For more great content and to listen live, head to purpleradio.co.uk.